In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. And obviously, it's a bit of a special one because it's nearly New Year's, nearly rolling into 2022. So, with that in mind, we're going to do the best and the worst of every episode that we've done. Well, not every episode, we're doing top tens and worst tens and all that jazz. So, sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. Ironically, we're blaming the pilot entirely right now. We're just in this very episode. Oh, right, right. <laughs> for the bottom ten, for the top ten, we're not necessarily blaming it. For the bottom ten, it's all their fault. Are the reason we might not have carried on. It is just to. Just a bit of housekeeping, I guess. So me and David have made individual top ten lists and uh, of the best shows that we've reviewed, or specifically the best pilots, and we've done the ten worst as well. So we're going to go through them, have a bit of a laugh, and um, I'm sure there's some on the list that would really myth David on mine. We, we, yeah, we don't so. we don't know each other's list. No, we don't. So we don't. Two. Separate entities. Aye. And uh, yeah, we, we've had a bit of a mad Christmas. We're actually in the same room, and it's really strange because mm-hmm. um, we, we literally sat side by side. You'd like to think it'd be nice over of a cup of tea or across the across the table, but no, we're just sitting here, nice and awkwardly. Yeah, I'm listening to the levels, and it's awkward because every time you turn to look at me, I can't hear. You. Do you know what I mean? Right. See, like so people <laughs> people listening will know. But you don't know, because the microphone is to your left mm-hmm. and it's facing both of us. It is. Why didn't I bring a second microphone? I hear you ask. <laughs> There's no excuse. There's no excuses. <laughs> Professional <laughs> as always. So yeah, ex, ex professional sound engineer. Ex professional. Clearly, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we've had a, we've had a good Christmas, haven't we? I'm feeling I'm still feeling blurred. Our Christmas dinner was horrendous. Mental. Yeah, the weather up here was horrific as well. They even called off the the Boxing Day dip. As well, because of the weather, which I was going to do at one point, but got outside and went, nah, fuck this. I can see why uh, you're sometimes not as cheerful as me, because Sunderland is, the weather here is horrendous. Yeah. I always miss, like, I always, so I live in Leeds, I always miss it. (laughs) <laughs> and then I come back for about four days and I'm like, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go back to Leeds. And then the cycle continues and I hit Leeds by the end and then I'm always happy to go back. But, there you uh, go. It's one of them. And I'm on a squeaky chair. So apologies so, for that. So nice and professional as always. But hey, it's the end of the year show. And yeah, and then let's roll on next year. So yeah, um, what should we do first? Top tens or worst tens? I think... It would be funnier to leave the bottom ten till the end. I agree. But it's more climactic to leave the best show of the year till the end as well. Ooh. I can't believe we didn't discuss this before. We, we probably should have, yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I think because it will be more entertaining. We could do, do we could do nines to two for both of them. And oh, then... oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Right, so we're doing the worst first. Worst first. Okay, so worst. so don't look at my screen just for a second, just okay. so I, I remember what I put as my thing. Yeah, so this is number 10 of the worst one. So what have you got? Well, I'd like to apologise to, um, I believe it goes by Ginge, 
Spatchel's friend who actually listens right. to us. Right. He messaged us months ago asking about this show for us to do the pilot. And uh, I've got to say, number 10 is a peep show for me. Right. Do you know what? Uh, what? I think I should have probably put that in my list. But it was so forgettable, mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember any of it, yeah. that I forgot to put it in. I just saw Peep Show and went, oh yeah, most people like that, le- don't they? And let's just clarify that Peep Show is a good show. Yes, we're just judging But it's had like fucking ten seasons or something like that, right? Yeah. And that first episode, the first season, really, is not a good representation of the show to me. Yeah. So apologies to Ginge, apologies to my friend Matty as well, who always bug- bugged us to do it, but... Yeah, because we got asked a lot about doing that. Number 10. So you got any arguments for that, or you actually... No, I, I actually wish I put it in. Fair. But, because um, a few of mine, uh, I kind of feel bad putting them in. Okay. Because they're not necessarily bad, but it was just to fill out the list. Well, I think number nine's probably the most interesting for me. But yeah, number 10 for, I just put Hawkeye. Because I think we've all said and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think with it being all said and done, it's not the... It's not really the worst thing. It's still well made, and it's a nice, fun Christmas thing. There's nothing really wrong with this. I just had to put it in number ten because, to be honest with you, we've actually done way more better shows. I, th- I thought this list would be easier to do the worst. Mm. It was, you know, it's harder to do the the good ones. Well, Hawk, I'll just say I'm surprised you've got Hawkeye at number ten. Let's put it that way. You thought it'd be higher. I thought it would be right, but I'm some. Fucking curious, but I've got no, I've got no beef for the being on the list. I think you're going to be annoyed at my top list because there's some ones that will kind of fuck you off. I think. I don't think. So. Well, maybe. Um, maybe. But you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what mine is. That's the thing. That, that's the thing. Yeah. So you put Peep Show. Yeah, I kind of wish you put Peep Show in now. Mm. I, I think I kind of agree with you on that one. Okay. Um, I completely missed that one. Number nine. Number nine. Okay. Don't look at the screen. I'm not, I'm not going to say that every time. Okay. Um, Number nine for me is. Gotham. Ooh. Of all the Ooh. Uh, of all the DC shit that we watched, or the two or three or whatever, I th- it's, it's probably the best one. But having said that, still crap. Crap for me, to be honest. I didn't like it the first time I watched it when it came out. It is in my list, and I certainly didn't like it now. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. Gotham. <laughs> okay. Uh, see, the, it's one of those ones that's not even memorable to me, so I can't even that's a few say of the, anything I, I about it. I think your Gotham is my peep show. Okay. Just cannot remember anything to even <laughs> judge it on. Fucking the man. Which is um, a thing. Yeah, yeah, but I kind of thought. All right. I know. Um, yeah, sorry. I don't know if you can hear me better. Uh, I, I so, can. <laughs> can you? Uh, so my number nine is Riverdale. Really? And you might think this should be high, and it should be, because it is objectively rubbish, but I kind of enjoyed how crap it was. It's not even in my list. Right, right. (laughs) I was very close to taking it out and putting something just bland and, like, nothing really wrong with this Mm. type of show. Mm. So I kind of feel bad putting it in. Like I said, I feel like these, um, you know, like, I think up 7 to 10, like, they're not necessarily bad. But Riverdale, and, and I'm starting to, I think I'm starting to regret it. It's just Because I think, think it is kind of, it's so bad it's good. Thing is, with Riverdale, all its redeeming features are stuff that's still stolen from other shows. Yeah. But at least... But it was fun. It's, it was it's fun. it's fucking so stupid at the same time. 
but people seem to gobble it up because it's still going, right? And, and, and we do, and we do like our our schlock, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's mental. What's uh? Oh yeah, that was it. Yours number nine was Riverdale. Num- number nine Riverdale for me. Right. Yours was Gotham. Okay, all right. Number eight. Number eight. The Witcher. Mm. <laughs> we were laughing because we were trying to figure out what the fuck actually went on. <laughs> and you usually rely on me to go like, right, well, no, this is the story. But I couldn't, I just couldn't figure it out. I was talking to my sister about it, uh, maybe even last night. Has she seen it? She's watched all of season two as well. Did she like it? She said season two was very good, and I was like, look, I watched the first episode, it was confusing, so I was like, oh yeah, I didn't really know what was going on the whole first season, to be honest. <laughs> but it was just nice to watch the fighting in that. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A few dragons, I'm guessing. Yeah, but The Witcher um, could have been really good. It, it, was just, it was just baffling to me. It was, yeah, I can't even comprehend this. And I'm usually good at, I'm quite bad with, like, character names and stuff, but I can usually kind of siphon... A story out of us, mm-hmm. or what they were trying to do at least, but I, I just couldn't baffle bafflement for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine's we're on number eight, aren't we? Yeah. Um, mine's Firefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't dare. We'd only done I'm a few scared. episodes at the time, I'm and we were, we were really scared to slag it off. But you know what? <laughs> I don't want to fucking spoil. I don't want to let too much put it on this list as well. The thing, the thing is about Firefly mm-hmm. is people bigged it up so much it's like the holy grail of TV and like you know the amount of cult status this has in people trying to get the show remade mm-hmm. and everything like that I was expecting a lot more well, and, and it was a lesser cowboy bebop yeah for me I was just gonna say right <laughs> look let's face it right Firefly is my number six so I just want to talk about it now yes and then, you, and then right? we can skip through it and the point being is in a world where people got so fucked off by Cowboy Bebop that they had to get it cancelled before they went to sleep right but then Firefly is praised in the same minds it's fucked <laughs> it's absolutely fucked what world do we live in David it's just I like and we're going to get so much hate for it as yeah, well. Yeah, but look, um, we didn't watch it in 2005 or whatever when it came out, right? And I'm sure, like, but going into it as a new viewer, never mind that it took us probably two months to get around even starting it because we didn't know what the pilot episode was or the, the episode that you meant to start on. Yeah, and um, I think I remember watching and thinking, like, okay. Yeah. That just, I was not waiting. impressed. I was there waiting was, for something to write, this is the show. Maybe a couple of bits where you could see um, Josh Whedon's, like, Kind of crack come through, yeah. And then, but then again, everybody hates him now anyway. So yeah, he's cancelled. So fuck him. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. But number eight is which uh, yours is Firefly. Mm-hmm. Number seven. So seven for me. Phone's a stop work. Yeah. So my my um sorry. So number seven for me, and I and I actually wish. I wish Firefly was switched with this now. Okay. Because a lot of times, I've just realised like when you're bringing up these shows, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was crap, wasn't it? And I just couldn't remember how naff it was. Mm. Uh, American Horror Story, but I think it goes in the same category as uh, as Riverdale. How it's like, well, mm. I had an absolute blast watching. Yeah. It. Again, it's not in my list at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of regretting it. I should have put something like The Fresh Prince or something, something like kind of bland and like not not 
noteworthy. But I, I was kind of going. I was kind of going really. Um, is that what you put? No, I, I was. I was kind of. I was kind of thinking like, oh no, it's, ba- it's bad of me to put like these good shows. I need to put the objectively crap ones. But this and Riverdale, I'm kind of regretting putting them in because I, I really enjoyed. Them. I just remember the burn victim Quaker in that scene. It's just that. That is just worth watching that episode alone for. In the context of the episode, it's but so th- funny. It is funny, but are we are we judging this or just flat out entertainment, or is you know is it a good pilot and does it do the job? Like not at all. It it's, no, it doesn't do it doesn't do the but job. It, it was an absolute laugh watching it. It doesn't. It's not like it not. Um, sorry. It, it, it does. It does it, deserve it's, it's to be on somebody's it. bottom ten list. I'm kind of glad yeah, that you brought it up because I. Having so I'm glad that we get to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. But on an entertainment value, which I, I, I've got to say, I think I'm far more forgiven of things that have an entertainment I value. Think I am, but I, but I think my hipster brain took over in this list and saying that I should judge it on its, on how good it is rather than how so bad it's good. Mm. Type of thing. Just me being hipster. I, I'm regret. I'm regretting a lot of these. If anything, Firefly. Firefly was the one I put in last because I thought I'll fling Firefly. And it wasn't that great. Mm. Then I realised that that's slowly moving up. <laughs> yeah, it's it constantly getting it gets higher and higher. Well, my number seven is dinosaurs. Interesting. Which I know. Funny enough, I think you're far more forgiven. Of that type of schlock. Uh, puppets and stuff puppets, as well, but I yeah. never... We never watched, like, the fucking Muppets or Sesame Street or anything like that when I was, like... So you don't have that connection with them? No, no, so, no. like, I... I think I openly admitted it at the time. I am not somebody to have an impartial opinion on the craft of puppetry. Although mm. I like the Dark Crystal, but... But, that, but that's actually really well made, though. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculously good, that. It's very good, yeah. But um, dinosaurs... Ironically, don't stand the test of time. So, very good, yeah. very good. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of agree with you. It was one of those shows that's in the middle section for me. Not necessarily amazing or bad. It's just it is. I, I just didn't find it. If you take the dinosaurs thing out of it, and you oh, just yeah, put it like it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for puppets and, and stuff. I've, I've and, seen and the world was really cool. I've seen other episodes and found them a little bit more entertaining, but based yeah. solely on the pilot that we watched. You felt empty watching it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it just wasn't my thing. And, you know, even from a business sense, it was so expensive to make for what it was. Mm. And then, yes, I know that's a craft kind of thing, but you've just got to be a bit... Whatever. Mm. Cool. Uh, what, what are we on to now? Six. My six is Firefly, like I said. Okay. Um, Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah, I knew it would come up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've kind of got nothing to say, honest, because... Yeah, I think our podcast was quite good, and I even know it was one of our early ones. You put, you put everything in it. It's like putting everything in a blender. That's that good about something. The, that's good about sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, that could make something good, but then for some reason the blender at the bottom is made out of a big fucking dildo, and it just like it's it doesn't sh- work. It's just a heap. It's just, some bits gets mixed, but it's just a heap. It's just a heap of shit. It's a heap of crap. But it could have been amazing, and they had a second chance, and they basically soft rebooted it for season two. It, 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 and it was still shit. It, it was actually the Witcher of sci-fi for this year for me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm still... Ba- I'm, I'm not baffled plot-wise, but just some of the stuff that was in there. 
It's mm. like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Um, it, it, it could have easily been schlocky as out, and I thought it wouldn't have been good for it. But then it was also trying to be very serious Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, because there's one bit, you know, it's really dark and all like that, and then, and then they go up to the clouds, and it's a silly guy. Well, yeah. like I said, it, it's soulless. I said it at the time. Soulless. That, I felt empty. Um, I felt empty. The se- Season one came out on the back of the Blade Runner to, to uh, Blade Runner 2049 yeah. coming out. Cash grab. Season two came out when Cyberpunk 2077 was meant to come out. Cash right, grab. Cash grab. So it's, it's just Netflix looked at this, looked at the data and went, we need a show like that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I've got nothing to back that up, but I'm just get, I'm just, just saying. And yeah, and you've done Firefly, so we've already yeah, already done that. What were we number five? Number five. Okay. What's number yours? Hawkeye. Ah, I'm further not, down. Really? Yours, you, you really want to find that? No. Did you not even enjoy it from like a, a dumb Christmas kids film no. type thing? No. They didn't even have that going for it. It, mm. it really didn't even have that. And you're not really into the Marvel law because it has a lot of law stuff in it. No, this. but look, One Division's not on my bottom ten. You know, mm. One Division at least did something different with characters, even it was. more shit than Hawkeye. Really, I really liked Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman and Wonder Vision. <laughs> Wonder, Vision. Wonder Woman. I liked it up until episode four, but by that point, and, and then I, I went Marvel bullshit. By that this, point, is Marvel already... bullshit. this is Marvel bullshit from the start. I did like, I did like the musical though. And did you know they're actually going to make it? Of course they are. That was obvious. That see, that's the shit that winds me up. It's a product. It's just constantly like trying. To, it's just selling you other things as it's it like goes a little, along. It's like a little testing ground. Yeah, yeah. And I don't right. mean like product placement. Like I'm in a fucking can of Pepsi or something. There. I'd watch selling, the. I'd watch the musical. It's selling. Its I own can do product. this all day. Nah. Oh, how well that's that's, that's banter, isn't it? That. Do you enjoy that? Your well. your far more musical theatre. Yeah, 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 but that, that was stupid as fuck, and silly. I can do this all day. No, it was in. no, it was made. In my opinion, it was made to look silly, but in reality, they'd done it so seriously that like it was sort of yeah. We have the whole, they have, they have the whole reaction of them like rolling their eyes and stuff like that. That's still not good enough for me. Right. Okay. Oh, he's supposed to, he's supposed to be fucking edgy and he's like he's a fucking superhero that's retired and all that. I don't know what's super about him. He's did, really good with the bow and arrow, but with musical though, there's like in. Interesting. So maybe maybe this might change your mind. But there's some um, like Ant Man's in it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're getting more. I know you hate this shit. Oh, but but, but <laughs> you just rolled his eyes on massively. <laughs> um, so Ant Man's in it, right? But he wasn't he wasn't there in the version of New York. Mm-hmm. So the idea behind the musical is how like how how we can manipulate like culture and just like make make a song and dance out of it. But then again, I'd say like say making a nine eleven musical, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's what's funny. That's, that's hilarious. I can do this all day. Whatever. Yeah. Let's make one about Chernobyl. I could whack out a Chernobyl musical in a month. Well, it would just be constant. <laughs> <laughs> it would just... Yeah, it would just be just be stuck. I could turn the you know the you know the gag counters. Yeah, gag counters. Yeah. So I could have that going to a beat, couldn't I? Like... <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> This isn't supposed to happen in Soviet Russia. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exactly like that, right? Radiation poisoning. Okay. Can't make can't make musicals out of even <laughs> fictional disasters for, <laughs> for children. I don't know. Very good. Right, <laughs> let's move on. What are we, what are we on now? Well, that was mine. Was Hawkeye? What was your? Oh yeah. Five? Um, sex education. 
you know what? It's not on my list. I thought very hard about that one. That was one of my bogey ones a bit. It was sort of like, do I put it in or do I not? But some of it made me laugh enough. Even though, like, the whole, all the shit about it being in, yeah, you know, like, it, the United Kingdom of America. I think it's another one, like, Firefly got really bigged up. And mm. I just thought it was rubbish. And I didn't... It, it annoyed me what they were trying to do with the whole American... Oh, we're trying to do John Hughes things. Yeah, if you're going to do that, just do it. Fucking America, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who cares? But it wouldn't change anything. So they felt like they were doing that just for the sake of being different. Yeah. And it was... I don't know, like like we, like we mentioned before, like everyone's super attractive and even the lead character but the playoff like he isn't but he, he is you know and um, and it's it's that whole crack of like people just do not go on like that mm. but in America it might make sense if it was like a hyper realistic thing but if you said in England I think that's the main problem if you said in England we do fundamentally do not go on like that yeah no it's true and we wouldn't approach sex that way, like, oh, 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 my dick doesn't get big. It's just like, well, well, good sir. If you go to the toilet, well, I've got a great guy to help you out. Realistically, you go, like, no, fuck off. That's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> Wait. Wait. Yeah, you just get made fun of, and that'd be. Why the fuck are you telling me that? And, and in trauma. Afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shite. Anyways, what are we? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's move on. So yeah, my, my one after is Witcher. Okay. Yeah. My number four is Altered Carbon. There you go. So we've already talked we've about them. We've already talked about them. They're three, but we're leaving number one till after, we right? Oh, yes. Our top three. Top three. Okay. My number three mm-hmm. is Batwoman. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. It was probably... Right, you've got to hear me out of this. Tough one. It was probably the worst thing that we watched. Objectively, yeah. But it didn't annoy me as much as my top two... Because Batwoman, I, I knew going into it that it was going to be terrible, and I don't think it, a very small minority defend it. But I thought it might be so bad it's funny to watch, but it doesn't even no, have that. No, no, there was nothing. There was nothing you could laugh at. No. Unlike something like Riverdale or exactly. American Horror Story, which was just absolute hilarity the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's Line of Duty. Uh, yeah, I know what your number one is. Yeah, it's a bit, no, it's no. actually not. Um, yeah, no. so Line of Duty. And well, it, Line of Duty is my number two. I think. Well, well, yeah. So we'll talk about Line of Duty. For me, <laughs> it's another case of everyone. Because the only reason we watched it is because I had loads of people messaging me outside of the podcast saying like, "Oh, man, like then you and then you saw it on the radio people talking about like, mm-hmm. oh, this ending episode and all like this like." Oh, this must be, you know, well, BBC do good stuff, you know, Sherlock and Biggie Blinders, yeah. you know. They, they do do quality TV. This felt like an ITV show, it's that bad. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they just put Jenna Coleman in just for, for the crack. It felt like one of them. And, yeah, just, just, re- just, it wasn't necessarily bad. I think it goes, I think it's the whole hype thing. And we're watching it, and we were just like, why is this a thing? What, why? Why are people loving this? Mm. Maybe it's, maybe we just hate our own culture. But it, no, but it's not even it's not even the best of the fucking of the bog standard crime dramas that yeah. this country's done for like fifty years. It's not even yeah. the best version of that. No, it was 
the the idea that everybody keeps saying is so good. And then this, I hear this thing of like, are you joking? First episode is one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's like, oh yeah, but by about season three. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Life's way too short to get to the season three of Line of Duty. And, and that's a pilot because there's a lot of, you know, bad pilots, but there's always something in there. You think, oh, I might carry on this. You know what I mean? Like you, once we eventually get the Game of Thrones, I don't think Game of Thrones is a good pilot, not because it's a bad Sure, it's because it's very difficult to set up stuff. There's so much going on. Yeah. But with Lion Duty, but there was still a little spark of like, oh, there's a cliffhanger at the end, mm. you know, and all this. But this was just, yeah, couldn't care. I don't even know. I can't even remember what happens in this. It's not even the fucking way the police go on in this country anyway. It's just like no. I, maybe, maybe that's our crack. If if something doesn't go on like in this country, then, then we'll have none of it. Yeah, but loads of people love it. That are the age of our parents, you know. Yeah. Uh, the fucking love crime dramas. Can't get enough of them. But then can't bear the thought of. It's that something. and crime. It's, it's crime documentaries as well. But then can't bear the thought of something like Squid Game. That's the. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. Actually, it winds me up. Big star. I got in a real. I got in a massive argument with my. Um, we will get to it when we talk about the best. Yeah. I got. There's a bit of a spoiler then. But, but I, got, um, I got in an, an argument. Well, it's good. It's obviously going to be gonna in our best. So we, we'll um, we'll talk about it then. Okay. What's your number two? What's my number two? Uh, Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I'm a massive Batman fan, so I have more at stake here. Mm. I I despised everything about this, <laughs> and I think it, I think it could work if it. I feel like CW just do not know what they're doing. In or, general? In general, or they they don't care and they just slap a Batman IP on it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the the character portrayal and it's the the fans like, you know, it's gotta have fans of nothing wrong with that, but it was just too in your face. Like I think I think you knew it was down, gonna go downhill when you had Enigma coming up telling riddles mm-hmm. and they made a whole <laughs> yeah. thing out of it. And it was just it was it was dark and gritty, but with no point behind it. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, well, that's what Batman no, looks I, like. I think it? it was fake dark and gritty, though. It's like yeah. trying to... Looked it, but didn't have didn't justify it in any sort of way in yeah, the and, 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 of the show. And the scene transitions were just... Same with Batwoman, just cut, like quick as fuck, and I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And you, with crime stuff, it's good to have a slow pace. I, I think of stuff like Seven. Mm-hmm. You know, like David Fincher, yeah. like Mindhunter, where it's like something's happened and, and the character's getting really messed up over it. And yeah. You know what I mean? You need to take your time. Yeah. But it didn't. Right. What was your number two? Did you? Line of Duty. Line of Duty. Top ten. We're going to get to the bottom number one later. I, I, I uh, sense fireworks. But I, I think it's going to kick off. <laughs> but um, Top ten. Is in... The ten best now. Yeah. My number ten was the morning show. Really? Really. Oh, that's interesting. I really didn't want to. Re- it was just basically that we had Apple TV. Yeah, we were just looking for things on it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's like there's Ted Lasso, and then it's like does it really have anything else going on? <coughs> the morning show yeah, is really not good. my kind of show at all. But to look at it impartially, genuinely, very. Very good, and I know that no, I agree. they changed it from where it's obviously going to be a comedy, but comedians tend to be great. I don't think, I don't think it's ever going to be a comedy, but it's going to be a bit more. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a flat out. It's going to be more of a dramedy. Mm. 
Which kind of is, you know, just yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. But the um, uh, the ensemble of cast in it yeah. are amazing, uh, and I I haven't had the time to finish it, but I'm pretty far in and loving it. Uh, yeah. Like actually, I'm. So. Yeah, I'm on the season two. Yeah. So that's my number ten. Is it worth getting Apple TV for alone? No, but then there's Ted Lasso, there's Ted Lasso as well. Lasso as well. And it's only a fire a month, so. Yeah. I think it's worth a try. Oh, or just yeah. fucking find it, you know. You can find things anywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what about you? Uh, the newsroom. I'm joking. No, it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, the newsroom was about to go into it. Okay. It was It was, it was, it was in number 10 originally, but then I found Gavin and Stacey, and I, I remembered that. Remembered enjoying it? Mm-hmm. It's one of them that you hate to admit. Yeah, and I think that was the reason it wasn't put in. Because you see Gavin and Stacey, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that. And then you realise, no, it was a good first episode, and I was in the right mood for it. Mm-hmm. And I felt really warm inside, and it reminded me of being young, mm-hmm. even, though I, even though I am, you know. But <laughs> the one, it's one of the one of the British shows that right, really solidified getting away from the live audience and kind of mm. after at the time as well, and you really have to thank it for that because everything's better since anyway. It is. To be fair, though, I didn't fancy carrying on with this. I'm not sure why, but I just, there was something about the pilot that felt special, and I, and I have a feeling, and I know you would disagree with me, mm. but I feel like it, it, won't, it won't get better than that. Because then it, it, then it devolves into, oh, it's the families and all their shenanigans. Mm-hmm. There's something magical just about the first meet-up between two characters yeah. that they won't be able to replicate because they've already met. Mm-hmm. Let's say the mystery's gone in the first episode. But it's not what people like about the show, isn't it? No, you already know. You already know where it's going to go to yeah. some extent. Yeah, of course. And then they become side characters, you know, it's all that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I didn't carry on because I kind of knew that. Well, I did. I watched the first ten minutes and then turned it off. Can be asked. You do have to be in the mood for it, but yeah, fair yeah, enough. Absolutely. Fair enough. Um, number nine. What's your number nine? My number nine is Scrubs. Mm. Yeah. Really good pilot. I was scared, like I said when we watched it, I was scared to go back to it because it was something I'd watched as a kid and watched all of it, even yeah. the shit season they did after. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, oh, this is going to be diabolical, but uh, it really wasn't. It was really good, and it made me think about other things, considering it's a sitcom. Actually yeah. made me, it was thought-provoking to me. It was. And no, it, it's very good. Yeah. yeah. Already goes straight into the idea, like really showing you the warts and all of the American healthcare system. And it's it good it's for perfectly that. packaged as well. Mm-hmm. It gets all the characters out of the way. Yeah, and but also also there's a soul to it. Um, I think with something like Line of Duty, for instance, not Line of Duty, but Gavin Stacey does this. How it's uh, it's you know because the whole point of a pilot is to introduce the world and the premise and all like that. Yeah, but if it can fit a small story in there that's quite thought-provoking at the same time, then you want to a winner. Yeah. And something like um, Gavin Stacey does that, where it's all about introducing characters, but then it's all about them meeting, and there's a little small story in this. But in Scrubs, it's like him dealing with his first day and the nightmare that he has to go through. Yeah. And that's only in the first episode, really. Yeah. You know, that, that could be a story for another episode, but they put it in the first one, but they didn't really have to. Mm-hmm. And but it did, and it's it adds that special thing, and also the David Greer music. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But that adds to the story, you know, the, the, the how chaotic it is. Yeah, yeah. really good. Uh, what are we on now? Number, number nine. Number nine, boy. Um, Russian Doll. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I've, I, to be fair, the 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 top 
Same with the last list, it's kind of interchangeable. Yeah. They'll kind of just slapped on the end type of thing. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a good, good premise, Groundhog Day. And it was a bit mindfucky. It's one of the only, it's one of the few shows to like generally terrify me by the end. Not the pilot, but the show in itself. I don't know if you, you haven't gotten that far. Um, I'm, I'm about six episodes in. You know me, David, I, I don't get scared at stuff. Hmm. But, it's, but there was one bit that really freaked me out. Yeah, I, I, I did really, I really enjoyed it at the time, but then I, I sort of almost felt like it was becoming a chore to watch at the same time. Mm. I don't know why. I, might be, why. I, I binged the whole thing, so it might be, it might be in, the, in the wrong mood. For I, don't, I don't think, yeah, because it, it was good. It, it nearly ended up on my list. It was, it was between that and Morning Show for number 10. Yeah. But I so. thought I'd given a bit of an honourable mention to the Morning Show because it was something... That wasn't for me. It's not made for me, but I really appreciate the yeah. craft of it. Yeah, even though Russian Doll's right, right, more right. my alley. Russian Doll's more mental, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was close. Yeah. But yeah, fair enough, I got no qualms with that. Cool. And number. Oh, what's your number nine? Scrubs, yeah, we're already done. Oh, we're doing Scrubs, yeah, so one number so eight. What's my, your number eight? My number eight was Euphoria. Right. Fucking. The only thing I'm ha- that I'm happy it's even on there. The only the only thing that I watched that sh- genuinely shocked me. Yeah. Genuinely shocked me. Uh, really good. Like, uh, went overboard in its cinematography for what it actually needed to be, and mm. um, <clears throat> the acting chops on all those how young they are as well is yeah. ridiculous. And just again, maybe a, a slight over the top level of like what it really is like it is to be a young American but it's hyper real yeah but then maybe just amplifies like serious problems for you that's the point to learn it's, from it's, it yeah it's what, it's what skins did yeah. it's, it's the point it's the point of us because mm-hmm. that's how people that's how kids when you're that young and I remember feeling like this when you're young mm-hmm. so for the show to show it in an exaggerated way yeah you know yeah um Loved it, not my thing, but it's loved it. Too, yeah. Loved but, it, really good. Yeah, so cool. Euphoria. Um, I can't even remember mine. Um, end of the fucking world. End of the fucking world. Fair enough. Um, I just thought it felt a bit different. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I like that type of. Well, you you were talking. I don't know if Adam McKay did it in his new film. Right. But he's normally known for that type of editing where it just goes like. Like fuck you, we're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it still happens. I don't know if it did it yeah, we're talking happen. about we're talking about Don't Look Up on Netflix. I watched it last night. I haven't seen it. Yet. I'm a big Adam McKay fan. I uh, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And um, it really good. So I love that type of editing where it just just like someone says something mm-hmm. random and then it cuts. I, I I love shit like that. I can't get enough of this. And I just thought it was it was edgy. It could have really went a bit too too edgy. Mm-hmm. But I think it just balanced that line. And you can tell they're just both scared kids. <laughs> and they're just weird as fuck. Yeah. And the way they speak to each other, it's it's almost into like the lobster territory sometimes, the way they like crack on with yeah, each other. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which I find really which I which I love. I remember the whole thing looking like a music video and wet like yeah. sort of Wes Anderson esque like a bit mm. two dimensional in a way. And um I, I, I love the actress, I know. She's just spot on. She's the one, like really loud, kind of one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, there's only two of them. But yeah. I know, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to <laughs> oh, yeah, remember. Yeah. Um, it's one of the, it's like the third thing we ever did, wasn't it? Something it was, like that. yeah. Yeah. No, fair, fair enough. Um, it's not on my list uh, just because I've had so much time to carry on with it that subconsciously, bear in mind that it's only 20 minutes an episode, I think maybe I just thought, right, well... Maybe I'd just be saying it for the sake of it that it's not my personal top ten, even yeah, though it might thing, be the tenth it? best thing that we've watched. It, it, it's easy to get wrapped up in what you personally like over what's objectively good. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's just personal. Well, I think probably coming, I'd say starting from now, I don't know about you, but we're really going to start to see our personal opinions. I think we're going to start to differ very much soon. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what, what, what's yours? Next one. Number seven. Yeah. The Walking Dead. Right. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. Look, I don't fucking like The Walking Dead. All right. I just yeah. want to put that out there. But that first episode's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I think you're right. It's a personal taste thing because I liked it. So there's nothing to have anything against it. Mm. The first seasons. Uh, very good and uh, like in my opinion and I know you said at the time uh, well you know like season 2 at the time and the first episode on the highway thing is pretty good it's like a season opener you know all the zombies the horde of them's coming past and all that yeah but after that it just com- it just completely loses its way and it never comes back and it had everything it was the biggest fucking show ever it was like, it. it's still big now yeah really? I know yeah. And it doesn't deserve to be. I remember the whole thing when um, Breaking Bad was in its prime, you know, yeah. it's about the end. Yeah. And I think it got something like, it, it broke a record for itself. I think it got like 11 million views or something. Uh-huh. All right. And I thought, and I thought myself like, yeah, like, you know, and in The Walking Dead, I think it was like episode four, of whatever season, like who was the fuck type of thing. It got 16 million. That's just the average thing. Mm. So it just shows how popular zombies are. Yeah. Because Breaking Bad at its prime was like, yeah, Whoa. but then Walking Dead just like rocks up with bang averageness and it just doubles the viewership. Mm-hmm. It just and that's the crack. It had you know? <laughs> it had a style in the first episode. It had a style for the first season, and it just goes. But you can see I I can't even. But I like um, I can't remember the name of him off the top of my head. But the director is the director of um, The Mist and oh, I don't know, um, which is good little film. Right. For what it is, um, and I can't remember what exactly happened, but like he sacked all the staff, and then the studio sacked him. Yeah, and it's just never been right ever since. But I enjoy going back to that episode because let, let's face it, I think I, it took me like two years to get through mm-hmm. season three. I hated it, and then um, I watched all the way up until Negan was in it a little bit. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has the show on his shoulders for a while, mm. but uh, that's not enough. Yeah, for an ensemble cast, it's just not, not enough. enough. Whereas from the beginning, the characters—I mean, you don't really get introduced to really many of them. But yeah, maybe that's why it's better because there's a lot of wet wipes. In there's a, a lot. There's dead. a lot of wet wipes. Yeah, Morton dead. A lot, so. lot of melts. Okay, so it's me, isn't it? Yeah, number seven. Um, I've just switched it because I just remembered. <laughs> okay. I, I remember how good that last bit was. So I need to, that's getting moved up. Okay. Um, oh, this was this was a tough one. Yeah. Between this and the one below us. Okay. So I'm going uh, Ted Lasso. Fair. Mhm. Fair. 
I just could not. The premise is very strong. I just I couldn't have Ted Lasso and Scrubs on this list, so well, I had to go. Uh, which, that's 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 I, my problem. I was yeah. like, where? So which one do I go for? I was like, Scrubs is better in my opinion, even though I do the the premise of the first episode of Ted Lasso is, is so silly. But that's I, I like the stupidness of this, mm-hmm. and I guess going back to like criticizing sex education. Yeah. Which is nothing like how British people go on. The same as Ted Lasso. It's nothing like how British people go on. But I said it at the time because my if I was trying to make an argument for it, mm-hmm. you can argue that you're seeing it through Ted Lasso's eyes, even even as a British person, that British people were like over amplified to Americans. You know, like they, they I think they perceive us differently than the way we perceive ourselves. Yeah, but the idea is he's bringing in like an Americanism to us. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Like American football, you know, like, come on, go team. Yeah. And it's how people react to that, like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, know, I know. Care. But it, um, yeah, it works. And I really, yeah, I really, I really like Ted Lasso. I yeah. still do. I've watched all of it, so. So it was, it was between this and the one I'll talk about next. Okay. You probably know anyways. So what, my number six? So, Scrubs. Is your number six? Yeah, so I've, Oh, okay, With fair enough. So. Yeah, fair enough. And I'm still not sure. Either way, but I just flung them both together. My number six. <laughs> it's Cobra Kai. <laughs> well, that's... Cobra Kai. It, um, we really didn't want to fucking watch <laughs> yeah. it. We really I didn't thought it was going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, I watched all the first season. I've got no intention of going. You've watched all of it. Oh, I binged it all in one day. Yeah. Could not get enough of it. It's crazy that. Isn't it, it? It's it it went off the rails in the from the get go. Yeah. It's it's dumb as fuck from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. But it's based on an eighties film about <laughs> two kids that play like the fight like right, yeah. and it's like the end of the world if one of them loses. Exactly. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. So. <laughs> What a good idea that they just get Johnny Lawrence in and follow him around and he's a bit of a deadbeat and mm. it just works for me. It just works and it and it shouldn't it shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. That's Cobra Kai. And I've said Scrubs. That's yeah. number six. Um Alright, what's your number what are we on to? Number five. What's your number what's your number five? I don't think you're gonna agree with me even being on this top ten. What? Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. You disagree? Yeah, I do. I think it's brilliant. That pilot, Sam Raimi, back doing his thing. With yeah, his it was. It, 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 it was compared to Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. It's like, on paper, Ash vs. the Dead should be better than Cobra Kai. Right. But it just isn't for me. And because I had a few, I had a, had a few really silly moments in it, mm-hmm. and I think that was about that was about us. But, but, but you have a hard on for Bruce Campbell, don't you? <laughs> yeah, um, I, do, I guess <laughs> I can't deny that. Don't get me wrong; I don't think it's bad by any means. Mm. You know, I enjoy I enjoyed it, but it's exactly what it was on the tin for me. I like the craft of it, considering that it, I think yeah. it, I think it was a Stars original, right? And the um, the amount of practical effects they actually used, and like yeah. you can see that he's had, he's just been let go to set up the show. 
yeah. again, you know. And mm-hmm. I think everybody was happy, all the original players in it, like, because I've watched all of that and they're just happy to be back mm-hmm. in it. And um, I like Sam Raimi, and I think it's a shame that he doesn't get to do. I more. like Sam Raimi. Well, he is, he's doing the Doctor Strange film. I know. I know, but I, ironically, was ties him with Spider-Man. Yeah, but he won't get to do his thing. Probably not in the fights. They'll be they'll be already made. <coughs> Someone made a, I think it was YouTube I was watching, but somebody made a, a point saying that like, well, oh, they should make a they should make a indie Spider-Man film with, on a low budget with an indie director, and I'm saying they've already done that. <laughs> yeah, Cause Sam Raimi is as indie as you get. You know, he's proper schlock you know cheap cheapest chips b-movie type thing and they got him to do spider-man and it felt like it felt like a sam raimi film he's one of the pioneers of b-movies actually he's one of the reasons that people even give them the time of day yeah because that first evil dead film was if you put sam raimi with a spider spider-man it just does feel like it just wouldn't work but it just does yeah i watched it last week before i came to sunderland um loved it again cool um, i'm doing my fifth aren't i yeah uh squid games yeah, fair play. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody that. And it was it was lower down, but then I because rem- all I could remember was everything up until that last scene for some reason. Mm. And then just there, I remembered that last bit. I well, was like, yeah, that's going up. The people that I've spoken to that fucking don't like it. The same. Type yeah, of, yeah, the, we're going. the same type of people that like Line of Duty. They liked all the build up until the last scene. Then they're like, oh, it's just disgusting, too violent. <laughs> Yeah, but, but Pete, it's not real. And if know, anything, uh, it's not that... I wouldn't even say it's that dark or gritty, really. It's actually quite silly. I know. And that's how it gets away with us. Yeah. Because it's over the top, and people are like, oh, my God, wow. You know, it's, 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 it's really silly. It's like it's like saying Tarantino violence is too dark. Like, it's really not. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's over the top. You can get away with it. It's hyper-real. Hyper-real. And it's... Uh, but then they love stuff like Chernobyl, don't they? Which is like yeah, really, it make, yeah. which is actually horrific. Yeah, it doesn't make uh, yeah. any sense. It doesn't make any oh, sense. Violence, just like it well, is, but it's just you know, it's, it's all context, isn't it? Um, well, Squid Game. It's the highest thing. Oh no, it's the second highest thing that was new that we've watched. Second highest for me. So it's oh. If that makes sense, so it's on my list. She really liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I do. I, I um. It was. I, I don't know. I don't know how to say it without sounding like really stupid. But like, ju- it's just right up my alley. Right. But, it, but there's been a lot of shows that have done the same thing. There's often original about Squid Games. No. But it's like the best version of that genre. If yeah. it is a genre, you know, like a battle royale and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or even like Saw, you know, something to do with like a game or something, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. a, a sick twisted game. It's the best of that. It's the reveal of it that then makes it so... It's why I think season two won't, won't be as good. It won't be? Because it's all about the mystery. And once the mystery's gone, then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. It won't be. Yeah, you kind of know everything now. It won't be as good. It, yeah. it so easily could have just. It's why Hostel One's fantastic and Hostel Two isn't. Cause you, you know the crack. Yeah, oh, I love Hostel. I haven't seen that in ages. It's great. But I've seen the second one. I haven't. No. It's too high budgeted. Anyway, that's, that's a different thing. Um, what, right, let's do the next one. What are we up to? Number four. I know you don't agree with this. <laughs> right. Fargo. No, I agree with that. 
You do? Yeah, it's on my list. No way! Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know you don't like the Coen Brothers, I know the Coen Brothers had actually nothing to do with it. That's why I liked it, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I liked it. Yeah. You're mad, you man, I'm telling you. <laughs> You're mad. Because it was actually interesting. <laughs> and it wasn't just boring Tarantino. Oh. Tarantino got fun. You know, <laughs> the Coen Brothers are great. The, the, I don't think I have to try and justify that, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> but the, um, the idea that you think everyone... The idea that you think they can't write good dialogue winds me up. Big oh, no, they can. But. but it's like, it's like, it's like Tarantino, isn't mm. it? It's Tarantino, but without the fun. I don't know what you mean. So you know how, you know how Tarantino... Uh-huh. And um, you know they're talking about like a cheeseburger or something like you know it's like a yeah yeah right okay. you know? yeah but it's quite fun because they're talking about something silly yeah cumbers are the same but it's it's not fun it's not meant to be fun all the time I know about that. I want I want it to be fun because because that type of dialogue is is really bland as fuck but it it depends it's real, it's it depends on the context doesn't it because like you haven't seen you haven't seen Inside Lou and Davies for example. No, but that, that doesn't look like a typical Conan Brothers film. I might be wrong, I'm sure it is. I, I think it is, yeah. but it's very... I think, I think like, Fargo and Burn After Reading and stuff like that. Oh, Burn After Reading's a terrible example. That film's dire, but... I actually enjoyed that more than Fargo, but... Um... So it's the anti That's the anti Coen Brothers film. Yeah, because at least Burn After Reading had a bit of fun to it. <laughs> I guess. It was still crap, but, you know, yeah. it's, um... And then, um... I can't believe you don't think Fargo's fun. The film, Fargo. Yeah, it was just... I think I turned it off after half an hour. But the, show, the show Fargo can... It's brilliant. The yeah, way they've yeah. set it up, it can go and come back. And if they fuck up a whole season, it doesn't matter. Leave it a few years and then come back to it again. This is the only show which... I only liked the first episode. God. And I just couldn't be honest afterwards. I watched. Uh, I watched. Th- 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 there's moments which are absolutely genius later on, mm-hmm. but they're very far few in between for me. But that first episode is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's pretty I, much feature length, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. it's close to us. Um, yeah. Anything with uh, Billy Bob Thornton's a delight, to be fair, as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cast really well. I know we said Mark it was a Mark bit Freeman, yeah. bit weird to get used to Martin Freeman in that role. But then I watched a little bit more of it again, and I was like, oh no, it actually does work. Yeah. Um, so Fargo's my number four. What is your number four? Cobra Kai, baby. Really, yeah, yeah. okay. That's good. I was almost embarrassed that I put it so high, but then you put but it higher. Yeah. So <laughs> fair do. We've already talked about it, haven't we? Love yeah. It. Cool, what's your, what's your next one? Uh, my number three is Squid Game, so right, yeah, yeah. My number three is Fargo. Ah, so we're not too far off. Not too far go off. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right, what's your number two? My number two is Twin Peaks. Mmm. I fucking gobbled that show up. I haven't watched The Return yet. Or fire walk with me. I'm, st- but yeah. I, I watched the first. It tails off. Um, this is this is quoting. This isn't Bacho in a video, but like it's fair to point out that Bacho told me this. Hmm. So I was, cause he was like, oh yeah, he's still he's still watching it and all that when we were chatting to him, and I was like, I am, 
So I've kind of gotten through the second half of the second season a little bit slower. Yeah. So he said what had happened was uh, they'd revealed what had happened with um, the killing. Yeah. Too early in David Lynch and like that. He left. Right. Left the show. Right. Uh, but he came back for the last episode. Yeah. And it just brings the whole... It's like the best episode. Is the last like he, yeah. he comes back and saves the day. Just want to lock on there because of that. Oh yeah. But um, the I don't know. I still can't figure it out because I'm not sure if I like it because everyone says it's good. I uh, well, I guess my counterpoint would be is I totally get why everybody says it's good. I. It's you, you know if everyone around you tells mm-hmm. you let's say this pen is look at look at the I'm, I'm describing a pen I'm trying to sell he's holding up a pen holding up a pen right but look at the artistry in it uh-huh. it has this like, the ball on the end it's it's crafted in Switzerland you know if I do this whole yeah. thing you're gonna go like oh my god you're gonna like f- favor it a bit better okay but there's my counterpoint if I went this is this is one of the first ballpoint pens right yeah, there you go. So I appreciate it's that. It's like it was a world it's where like, fountain pens and writing with fucking feathers or whatever they will do was around. And then somebody went, "Well, this is it." But because this it's is a ballpoint be, pen. But because it's the first doesn't mean it's the best. No, it, but it's not about that. Like it genuinely is one of the best things I've watched on TV ever. It really is. Mm. Um, I. It disturbed me at points. It like later on, it, we're talking about the first episode. Emotional, even even the first episode by the end disturbed mm. me. Yeah, scared me a little bit, you know. Without it being, there is something about it. But I, like I'm said, I'm trying to figure out if if people have just put the wrong noise in my head about us, or maybe I'm looking for something which isn't there or interpreting something. I, but, but funny enough, funny enough though, with um, I, I think I think feel the same with Razorhead. Because yeah. the, the, there was something that got me about the ending of that, mm-hmm. and I can't really articulate why. But maybe that's the magic of um, David Lynch. Yeah. David Lynch. Because yeah. when you when you watch a Razorhead, you don't really understand any of it, but you feel something. You don't feel empty. It's felt not just disturbed, nonsense. Yeah. There was like not just disturbed. I felt quite cathartic about it. Mm-hmm. Like you've been through. It's like going through an acid trip. Like you've been through something. Yeah. You've been, you've been disturbed, but you've came out the other end. Mm-hmm. It's one of them films. And it's definition of a Marmite film. Well, Christ. Well, I know a lot of people despise it. Um, the score as well for Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, it's really is good. It's iconic. Yeah. More iconic than the show in a way. Mm. Funny enough, I've seen it referenced everywhere as well, and you just didn't realise at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Um, so that was your number two. That was my number two. My number two was Fleabag. I totally understand why. Mm. I totally understand why. Um, it just felt scarily fresh. Yeah. And it would, and for for a pilot, mm-hmm. we can make arguments about the show in general, but for a pilot, it's like really tight. It is sho- it, it, that it, is shocking as well in a way. Interestingly. The, the the best episode is the first episode of season two because it feels like a new, not a new show but it feels like a new thing altogether uh-huh. that's even better yeah yeah but I, I just I just thought it was class like the writing's like honest and it just felt really even though it's not doing anything technically different but just the way it like attacks it yeah 
Maybe. I don't know what you think on it. Well, the same as what I... It's not your bag. It's not not, my, bag. not yeah. my bag at all. Um, it's another one where I've heard season two's out of this world. It is. It and is then better. I'm kind of like, well, let's get into that. It's smart for what it is, but it's it's all it's. Uh, There's no fat on it mm-hmm. either. Yeah. But I um. I've just never wanted to carry on with it. I didn't. It's, it's the second time I've watched it. The first episode, you know. Yeah. And I did. I did appreciate a lot more the second time around than what I did the first time. Mm. But to be in my top ten, not so much, but it is close. Yeah. But you appreciate it. For mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your What's your number two? We don't know. Twin Peaks, Twin yeah. Twin Peaks, fair enough. Do you want to do... Yes, we're doing the worst. The number one worst? Yeah, I know mine, I don't even need to look. Uh, Batwoman. Yours is Batwoman? Yeah. What do you think mine is? Fuck it, I'll just tell you. Yeah. The newsroom. Worse than fucking Line of Duty? Yeah. It annoyed me even more. That's incredible. Because because there's there's a there's a certain fan base that comes around. There was I was so riled up at watching it at the time, and then you know when you look and delve into it, like the people who like um, enjoy it and all that, and I, I just thought you, it makes me sick. <laughs> the dialogue I wouldn't forgive the dialogue in a pantomime. <laughs> I really wouldn't. What's his, what's that cunt's name? <laughs> Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin. Ah, that's him. Christ. <laughs> Alright, I know, like, are you going to say, oh, fuck I know, made, I know. He made fucking social network, alright, that's what everybody says to me. Yeah, that's a good thing, that, isn't it? It is good, but, like, that that is amplified by a fantastic director, not fucking that silly script. Do you think, you, you think he's a charlatan? He's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a grifter. Yeah. He's a fraud. Fraud. He's a fraud. To me. He's he, he's good. He's good at tricking people into thinking it's good dialogue. Yeah, right. People people say these things. All of his best scripts are by fantastic good, good directors, directors. But then when you get him doing anything more, shy. Really, really shy. I can't really argue against it. Look, like I said, yeah, you, you either like it or you don't really. And oh, well, I fall completely on the other end. Because like I said, it feels like a player to me. Mm. Which I like. The way, you know what? The way people talk in the newsroom. I didn't think it'd be your like, number one though. The way people talk in the newsroom is like the way people talk to each other in Ash vs. Evil Dead. But the difference is that's about Context. fucking smoking a joint and bringing the uh, dead back out of a fucking book. Not like trying to make real, like, show the problems with the American news system and all that. It's a fucking joke. It's. I can't believe it. I, I, I still can't believe it. <laughs> I don't think I, I, I can understand you hitting it, but I don't, I don't understand it's your number one. Over Line of Fucking Duty in Batwoman. Well, Line of Duty, sure hell used to be my number one. <laughs> but fucking. <laughs> sure hell used to be. Yeah. Oh, we didn't scare so easy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, you know, all the characters have just no redeeming qualities about them whatsoever. It's well acted, though. <laughs> Whatever. Right? Like, the, um, you know, uh, don't look up that I watched last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, that could have so easily been ruined. 
You 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 watch mm. it and you you tell me right. Sork and dialogue. Yeah, or it would have been ruined. Yeah. But but I can see how it would have worked if it was done with somebody else. I could see how it would have worked if he did the script. But someone else directed it. Sorry, sorry, don't but, look but up. If, yeah. But somebody else did the script is what I'm saying. Like if yeah. he did the script. Mm-hmm. You can see how terrible it would have been. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But that script is right up his alley for something that he could have. He could definitely. That's a really hard one to explain. I can, I can imagine him doing yeah. it, but no, no. And um, things are just better off without him. Social Network would have been number one, like film of all time, without him. Oh, don't don't do that. What? The dialogue's amazing in social network. It's flawless. <laughs> it's not flawless. Oh my god, so good. No. It's just not your bag, isn't it? No. No. It's probably Finch's best film. Probably that of Fight Club. Yeah, probably probably well, it might be his best film. I mean, and that fair fair play to him. He obviously had to put a lot of work into it, given given that script. <laughs> well, it's the only script, one of the only few that has no one of the only few films that has no deleted scenes. Oh, so he's lazy as well in his script. No, because he's that good. Because like, uh, uh, normally putting deleted scenes of just kind of fluffy adding to the script, the kind of angle. Oh, that's all on the editing, but it was so well thought out and compact. No. It fits a little bit more with his because he's got it right and like egotistical little shit, right? Yeah. And that's that Zuckerberg all over. So we didn't scare so easily. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see how how it worked, or it sure as hell used to work, or whatever, you know. Sure as hell used to be. <laughs> so the newsroom is my least favorite thing that I watched all year. Genuine. I knew it would be, because I'd watched it all the years before and I hated it then. And that was bigged up to me by you, whose opinion I listen to more than anybody else in the world. Oh, it must be good. It must be good, Peyton likes it. No. <laughs> Maybe this is when I was younger, I didn't get it. No, no. I didn't think it would rile you up that much. Really didn't. <laughs> I can imagine you saying, oh, it's not my cup of tea, but I, I do appreciate the, the dialogue. I thought you'd be a bit like that, but I didn't think you'd be this riled up by it. No, Over, like, stuff like Batwoman and Line of Duty and that. Mental. Crazy. What a twist. Thing is, like I said, everybody knows Batwoman's shit. Mm-hmm. Newsroom. People don't, people don't know. People don't know shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Right, what's your number one best thing? What's best. your number one worst? Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah. What's my number one best? Yeah. It is... The newsroom. <laughs> 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 sure, sure could have been. <laughs> A show that I feel like only exists for me at this point. It made me cry. Oh. It made me actually cry. I can't cry. even think of what shows has left. Tales from the fucking loop. Right. It's not called that. It's called Tales from the Loop, right? It's actually our worst episode. I know that. For listenership. I know. But maybe that's that's the magic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It, 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 gem. It's... No, I, I like it. It's gone forever. It's been cancelled. Not enough people watched it. It came out the week, the pandemic. I think it's... Hit, one, Tag King came out. I think it's one element 
away from being the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Sorkin. Sorkin would have sorted it out. But you know, if you, oh, I can't think, because the direct the directing's fine. There's nothing wrong with this. Actually, it's quite good. Yeah. But I feel like it's missing one more element, and I can't possibly think of what it is. Something that, like, um, I don't know why I'm comparing it to Inception. Mm-hmm. But imagine if Inception was missed, like, parts of the third act or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it's just missing that extra thing. That could, um, yeah, just... It's like we're talking about, you know, five act structure films. Yeah. Like Casino Royale, you uh-huh. know. Um, imagine Casino Royale if it just ended with him getting all the all the money and then retiring. And he retires and he goes off a yacht with his beautiful woman. And that's the end. So brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. But you want that extra thing at the end. I know. But I am... Um... <sighs> Tales from Loops, another one of them where like I'm, I can uh, give a sci-fi a lot more understanding for its like shortcomings because I want to see mm. a sci-fi do well. So that, again, is it the best thing that we've watched? But it's no, no. but it's up your. Is it my? Is it my top ten? Yeah. Like you just sometimes you find a show that like just just you really do feel like it only exists for you, and I, I, I think. Tales from the Loop is that. I watched a few ones afterwards, and I thought, oh, this is, this is brilliant. I checked up the IMDb ratings, and a lot of people are just ripping into it. Yeah. How crap it is. I know. And I was just like, what, what, what? Because I, I watched the, the one with the, um, you know, the granddad, you know, the guy who, who's the main mm-hmm. thing of it. And uh, I was spotting it, and I was going to fucking watch it. Nobody's going to care, the, the, don't worry. Yeah, and he dies, yeah. and it's like an echo chamber or yeah, something. Yeah, that was the episode that made me cry. Yeah, and everyone hates it. I know. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So and, the, and the music's oh, the music's good as well. The music yeah, in yeah. it scores amazing. Um, I was worried on the pilot that I thought it would be too repetitive all the way through the show, but I guess every oh, episode I, I, has I, its own theme. I, I love I love repetition and stuff. Can't get enough of it. Mm. No, but it's a thing that a lot of people kind of overlook. Repetition with additional. <coughs> um, sort of themes over it you know like yeah, yeah, so you've got your main adding, thing but it didn't it, it didn't yeah. really do that in the first episode but then it does later on it does later yeah um, so it's one of it's one of them that uh, it just takes a little bit of patience but I think the payoff by the end of it all is rewarding even though it's been cancelled um, they did wrap it up do you know and what I wish I put Tales in a Loop in the list I just completely forgot about it it probably, it probably should have been in my list. It, I, under- Gavin <laughs> I, I understand that, but you don't want to have too much of the same sh- kind of show all the time. Yeah, yeah. And um, but I, I recommended it. Like then, I, I, I feel so lucky that I found it. Um, it's basically based on uh, it's called Simon Stalinhag's artwork yeah it's his artwork the yeah. guy who did the whole concept art for like No Man's Sky and he's um, No Man's Sky yeah. he makes like tabletop games and stuff like that and the yeah. idea of basing a piece of media on something like that is well, ludicrous it, but it, wor- well, it, no, just, but it it's, works it's because it's so thought provoking yeah and you can create loads of stories out of it yeah like what, what's, what is this 
you know what, what's going on here mm-hmm. absolutely totally uh, yeah. so yeah that's my that's my number one you know mine I, I've kind of known I just didn't want to say it it's euphoria yeah, isn't it yeah yeah um, fuck me um, I get it I get why to be fair though I watched it at a perfect time I had a bit of a men- there's no need to worry I had like a bit of a mental breakdown mm-hmm. on the day I watched it yeah and it just, it just, it rattled me to the core over anything I've ever watched in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, it messed me up in a really good way. And I just, it freaked me the fuck out. But obviously I wasn't in the right mental state. To, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure love actually would have rattled me to the core on that day as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but this was just fucking hell. Like, and, um, j- there's there's nothing I can fault about it because the filmmaking is scarily good as well, mm-hmm. and and I love that type of editing and that voiceoverness. I guess not similar to Fleabag, but you know like a voiceover says something and it just cuts straight away, just gets to the fucking point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it cuts away. It doesn't go like anyways. So he is my this is my friend Lucy from whatever. It's to really just right onto the next thing. A scene happens, and then maybe you know it's just really well put it's, together. It's it's the best made show that we watched. Yeah, and it didn't and even need to be. That's the thing. But you know, it, it adds that extra cherry on the top, and the fact of her walking on the ceiling as well. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the act of that, because I think a lot of filmmakers get this whole thing wrong, where they think spectacle is more like oh, we'll fling this cool thing into it, mm-hmm. but it flows into it. Yeah. If you know what I mean, it's it's not like right here we go. Here's the big set piece. Mm-hmm. You watch a lot of Marvel stuff, yep. and, and you kind of go like, right, it's time for the set piece moment. But this had no build up to it. It's just it just ha- just happens, and then it, it doesn't even it doesn't even linger on it. Yeah, it's just like right next thing. That's just part of the show. Like we're not. It's not like it's not wanking over itself. Yeah, even though it could easily do because it's so visually like mental, and um, yeah, and, and and the fact that they introduced. Uh, I think the way they've done the, the trans character is really interesting as well because they never, they never mention her as anything else. Mm-hmm. They don't make a thing of it. Like a lot of shows think, oh, we've got the trans character in. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, you know, they make a thing, but it's just, it's not even mentioned. It's just a character. Yeah. It and that's the be, better way. To, that's, and that's the, it, yeah. That's, um, it's not even smart writing. It's, it's like... Uh, the, the right thing to do. Sen- yeah. It's more sensible than smart, if that makes sense. It's so, uh, like, just... You can't, like... I don't think you should try and pander. I didn't even re- I didn't even realize she was a trans character until later on. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Because it's just a yeah. character, it's just her friend that she's like connected with. But yeah. you, you can't just like put elements like that in a short and then make a big deal about it and then think I've done the right thing. You've got to like justify it and like make a character. Then say like because all that stuff's irrelevant. You can't just like put a. A homosexual character in something, for example, and then say, "Right, well, I'm progressive." So, well, no, you, you've got to like. It's a problem with what's the Do- character Doctor got? Who, isn't it? Yeah, what's um, the character got about them or anything like? Yeah, and 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 this character like is one of the best characters in it. Mm-hmm. Like acted to perfection, and she's just like, there's just something about. Well, she's actually um, she's actually a model before, mm-hmm. not even an actress. Mm. So she's got something about, there's just something unique about her. Yeah. And then their relationship. And then you add the whole, you had the whole, like, you know, it's just, I feel like it's really, it's really honest how people crack on. Because um, I think my generation was skins. Mm-hmm. 
and I think I would have loved this even more when I was younger because do you think it's better than Skins? Yes, miles better. Mm. From um, cool. It doesn't connect to me as much. It kind of does actually, but in a different way. Mm. Skins is more like what my childhood was like. Mm -hmm. This is what you know. It's more. It's more Americanized. Yeah. But it's just. It's just the way they go on. You know, the stuff they do like dick pics and like the whole like consent and just stuff like that is like terrifying. And so you know, back when Skins was around, there wasn't really social media. Like there wasn't fucking MySpace if you count that. But, but not as much. not as much as it was now. And and that's such a big factor in how that can really mess people up. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, and then, like, politically, like, her being born in 9-11 and just, I don't know, it's just, just... Well, it was the day after 9-11, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Or, like, three days or something. But just, just that whole, like, thing of her just, like, losing the plot. And I still the, remember that, the cold open, yeah. The cold open's fucking sick as well. I, yeah. I could literally talk about it for, for hours. But obviously I was in the... I was in a really bad place at the time. And it just, like, messed, what you needed. messed us up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, when, it's like when you go for like a bad trip or something mm -hmm. and you think like, oh, well, you want to go through a bad thing. It's like, you kind of do, you need it. And you need to realise that people are really fucking suffering as fuck and they're not showing us. And you realise, yeah, actually everyone's going through shows. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's quite cathartic. Yeah, just just class. And obviously it's it's got, obviously it's shot well as well. If it was just that story, I think it still would work, but it has the added element of being one of the best looking things on TV. Yeah. Added to that as well. Yeah. Really good. Well, fair. But yeah, that's our, um, that's our best and worst of 2021. Cool. Looking forward to the next one. What shows are we going to watch? I think we should do um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth? Not Labyrinth, so we'll see the one. <laughs> Edge of it, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Right out of the bat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, I guess this is more for all the, the people. Fans, yeah, so, all yeah. the people that have listened to us over. Yeah, like, like, thank you. We, we are slowly growing. The thing is, we don't really publicise this podcast, and we've noticed that a lot of people like our kind of attitude toward this like we're not polished we're, we just we chat shit we're not trying to like oh we're not trying to do the daily grind of getting as many people to listen in as possible it's just you know we're flinging out here and there and we are starting to get a bit of a like a small following slowly though it's all it's organic we're not trying to force anything and i quite like that and people tend to like that so we'll be sticking with that we won't be going mental with no no um and it'll be free it always it always will be and it'll be ad-free. It'll always be ad-free. I promise you that. And then people will look back at this and go, ah, oh, that's fucking swine. No, we've said it now. They no, we'll have another we'll 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 Spotify deal. We'll, have a, we'll, we'll keep this one going. We'll upload it something once a year and then do the other one monetized. <laughs> <laughs> we need to eat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. But no, we'll, we'll never have ads on. Um, yeah, that'll be it. Still probably have no guests apart from that show. <laughs> that was going to be a thing. We're going to, like, every week we're going to have somebody who was connected with, yeah. We will. We will eventually. We're just fucking lazy, man. Christ. It's um, funny that um, Bacho... Bacho. Ba things that Bacho's got us to watch are, like, in our top and bottom ten. Actually, Bacho didn't make us watch Batwoman. That wasn't his fault. 
No, we were going to do that anyway. There's been twice that we we're going to do something, and he coincidentally jumps on and says yeah. the same thing. That's happened twice now. Well, I'd like to say thanks to him for Twin Peaks. I'm yeah, pretty sure you'd God. thank him for Euphoria. We were going to do Euphoria anyway. Yeah. Anyways, oh. but I think he pushed it forward. But yeah, um, have a have a good New Year. And we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you next year. See you next year. Cool. Take um, it easy. We're on social media and all that, but yeah, now yeah, it's, not yeah, the time. it's not the time. Yeah. Have fun. Cool. Live your life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you later. See you, see you next year. Bye.